quite directional. Hello and welcome to episode 33 of The Worst Idea of All Time with myself, Timothy Andrew Bat. Me, Guy Alexander Halifax Montgomery. And a very, very hesitant Timothy Parkeye Lamborn. Welcome along, Timothy Parkeye. Thank you. It's so informal, this starting. I've got We're a boost. Allow- if you're listening at home, you're like, what's, what's it like? Hey, Where do they do Don't pull I'm back the I'm going for it. I've got to boost your volume, but I don't know how Lamborn. This is so hard. Yes. Okay. Lamborn, how are you feeling? Immediately, let's get your first initial thoughts. The movie's just ended. We've seen it for 33 times. You've seen it for one time. This was my first time. And I knew, like, obviously, you know that it's going to be real bad, but it's really upsettingly bad. Just, and I'll get get to why. I'll get to the greater themes of why. I think you're overreacting. Is that not the point? Do you not want <laughs> no, genuine I emotion? Want, I, want, I just want you to sort of just amble through this thing. <laughs> Middle of the road. <laughs> I don't want any passion. Like a half-committed boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. It was fine. You were, was re- fine. You was were fine. reluctant, weren't you? I was very, very reluctant. You didn't want to be here. I well, you want wanted to be here. I wanted to do this. You I wanted to, to do the podcast. You were like safe environment. You tried briefly. I saw when we said, do you want to do it? There was a flash that came over your eyes, like, what can I make up that will get me out of having to watch the movie? But I'd already said to Guy, like, 10 minutes before you suggested that I had nothing to do, so I couldn't straight lie. We pinned him down, and we dragged him into the lounge, and we put the movie on, and we taped his eyelids to the top of his head, and he cried, and he cried, and he threw up on himself. He's covered in vomit. The man smells It's disgusting. Vomit. There's a recurring theme. The worst worst bit bit is, as well, is that he vomited really early on and out sort of curdled on his shirt. We didn't let him get up because he has to watch the whole thing. No. He's sitting in a puddle of his own spew. There's no phones on, and there's no moving while the movie's on. I do want to address any listeners who think that it's not taken seriously. Those rules are enforced very, very very seriously. I thought I could maybe do some tweeting, some Instagramming, while, you know, just to pass the the 90 minutes no and did Actually, 100, in, 100 in, over 90 but uh, you can't they, they, they mean it they mean what we mean business here. bucko yeah. that's weird uh, so to we didn't get to where we are today <laughs> by skirting the rules no there's, a, there's strict rules in place for a reason guy we've got so many segments now that I want to dive right into some of them is yeah. that, is that let's, we're really pulling let's the jump thing up, in we? yeah we are it's bursting at the seams um, in fact I want to kick off with um, with uh, with the one that's got the best theme song okay so here it comes two mm, three, three four, four. Paddy Schwartz party time it's Paddy Schwartz party time it's party time with Paddy Schwartz uh, all right, Tim. Now you know the segment. Our listeners know the segment. Patty Schwartz is in the movie. Patrick Schwarzenegger, Arnold Schwarzenegger's son, for about four scenes, and he is a scene stealer. He God, a, he's good. He's a party machine. Uh, you were watching him with special attention. I like, was. We told you to. You did. What have you got for us? Uh, I think it's his second to last scene, his penultimate scene, to use the uh, the movie reviewer's word, and it is him in a sort of short sleeve, stripy button down shirt. That's not the scene stealer. It's the, it's the shell necklace. Yes. There is a pure white shell necklace that he is rocking with the a couple Poker, buttons undone. Poker shell? Is that what they're called? Poker uh, shell necklace? We've got quite a few people in the lounge with us audience. as well. We do have a studio <laughs> audience. Guy, poker necklace? Is that what they're called? Yes. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It right. was um, as much as Patty Schwartz is a That's scene Nick, stealer. by the way, who you'll hear in the background, who you might remember uh, from episode 29 is the snoring gent. Prawn salad. He's a Prawn wake salad. <laughs> He's been asleep until now. Sorry, you were saying, Tim. No, mostly that the, the shell necklace, there's not enough of it in New Zealand. I feel it was a real late well, yeah, 90s, me, early it, 2000s trend, it and a, it hasn't come back, and yeah. maybe Paddy Schwartz can be the man to do that. Well, if anyone could do it, I mean, Paddy Schwartz is a good mm. guy to put his mm. hand up. Hey, put the necklace on my shoulders. I'll carry it back into fashion. 
For me, it was a throwback to Belle on Home and Away. She always used to wear oh, those yeah. choker necklaces. Was that uh, the one who joined the cult? <laughs> Hard to Cassie, say. Cassie, no, that was Cassie. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's probably alienating a few American <laughs> listeners there. Oh, oh yeah, American. American. So. We, we now have more people listening from the States so than we do in our home that, country. Is that a thing? You're yeah. big yeah. states. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say big. <laughs> and we just want to let you know, Home and Away is an Australian-based soap opera that's yeah. um, huge down here. Kit, Kit, Kit. Um, Thor. Thor was on Home and Away. That's, yes. That's your connection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hems- Old Hemsworth. Hemsworth. The Hemsworth, yeah, yeah, Hemsworth boys. Yeah, yeah. Is he with Miley Cyrus? Is that, that he was. I think they, they were and then they, wow. they're no longer. What, I, a, what a turn up for the episode. America. It's not often that we make it, like people from New Zealand, Australia make it, but well, not so much New Zealand, but certainly Australia is uh, not... You mean New Zealanders don't often make it big? New Zealanders don't make it big in America. Australians occasionally do. Two brothers, the same family, the Hemsworth brothers, destroying Hollywood. That's so cool. It must be a nightmare for their parents' old friends to have dinner with those guys. Oh, yeah. So, (laughs) how's Angela getting on with her Bachelor of Arts? Yeah, she was was struggling a while. Then she took a semester off. Oh, well, Chris and Liam are doing very well in Hollywood. (laughs) You know, my boy, Chris, one of them's fucking Miley Cyrus. That girl from the television. <laughs> is Angela fucking anyone famous? Meanwhile, Angela's got a B in her art history exam. I think she hooked up with Eric Banner one night. Like, he was always <laughs> upset. Like, oh, Eric Banner's shit. actually yeah, a very underrated it. Comedy you, would, you wouldn't be unhappy with about that, f- would you? Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, this is another Adam Sandler film, Funny People. Yeah. Eric Barner is a comedic revelation in that film. Great you know, film. he plays Leslie Mann's husband. Do you know like Cameron Diaz? Oh, <laughs> that's my girl. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're I love that movie. It's so funny. At least shit my panties. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> it was like, yes. And Adam Sandler's like, yeah, but it's not many times you meet someone as beautiful and lovely and talented as whatever the Leslie Mann's character's name is. And then Eric Barner's like, yes, but Cameron Diaz. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> You know how the story goes with that role as well? He was supposed to be like kind of a, maybe a high-flying Wall Street American jock. And he pitched to Judd Apatow. Eric Banner was like, nah, I reckon we can make it funnier. And he pitched to Dickhead Aussie. Yeah. Well, his first movie role was in The Castle. Which guy is he? Oh, I'm so dude. lost with you guys right now. I'm not even on about? the same the page as you two. Is it Kit? I can only yeah, imagine what people look like. The kickboxer, yeah. There'll be a lot of people listening who are with you guys. I'm not one of them. Hey, oh, sorry. I'm listening to All you right. two. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
Eric Banner. <laughs> We're Banner. talking about Eric Banner. Eric Banner. Which one is he on in the, in the castle? The hot daughter's boyfriend who does all the kickboxing. He talks about the movies. Oh, the fight. We saw, uh, what was it? Uh, and Jumanji. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's the Hulk. Tornado one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, the, Hulk. Hulk. the Hulk. Yeah. Um, Twister. One, one, of, one of the Hulks. Twister, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who he is. Yeah. I didn't know what you were talking about. I zoned really out. Good. Sorry. Have you seen it's Munich? Okay. Munich is amazing. Look, Tim, you're reviewing all the wrong movies. Yeah, let's bring you back. Let's bring you back in. Taylor Schwartz party time. Oh, do you know what we've got to talk about, man, before I forget? That Netflix has just signed a four-movie deal with Adam That's Sandler. Right. This is insane. This is big news. Just as a quick aside to that, I also love that the worst editor of all time Facebook page is becoming like the de facto dumpings place for <laughs> We're a clearinghouse. Related news. A clearinghouse for Sandler info. If you want all your Adam Sandler news, go there first. into becoming Adam Sandler's <laughs> premier news source. Um, so Netflix started just being a distribution channel online yeah. for different shows and movies and things and now they've, they've ventured into their own um, production house House of Cards of course Looked, fantastic yeah, show yeah. Emmy and, award winning and they've just decided that they're going to sign a four movie oh. deal with Adam Sandler I, I mean it's, you got to say it's probably the first misstep Netflix has publicly made shit yeah, yeah. man because Orange is New Black that's Netflix that is right? yeah that's Popular. a Netflix Very original Popular. series is it good yeah. I haven't watched it yet yeah. oh man how's Jason Biggs is he good yeah Jason Biggs is good no shit Oh, yeah, right. but the thing it's is, Biggs like, in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from American Pie. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? Crazy, Speaking yeah. of irrelevant '90s comedians who shouldn't be reviewed every week for forty-three well, he's weeks, very good in that show. He's I back, think for baby. me, this Netflix deal. This is Adam Sandler's last cash grab. I mean, his his stock is falling. Did you hear the quote that's in the press release for it? No. He says, "I signed up to this deal for one reason and one reason only, oh, yes. because Netflix rhymes with wet chicks." Yes, I did see that. You fucking goober, man. Actually, said you absolute piece of shit. Not only did he say it, but he approved that to go out to all and sundry as the press release celebrating well, I think the moment he just wanted to lower expectations right off the bat he Mom, how could it. you lower them from grown ups too by with coming out wet chicks <laughs> with Netflix rhymes with wet chicks it's not even spelt that yeah it does rhyme but like technically stuff. well I mean it doesn't have to spell in fairness to Adam it doesn't have to spell doesn't have to check out with us don't you dare be fair to Adam Sandler at this point in the game I will don't be this is dare. not the time or place <laughs> no, I will be fair to Adam this Sandler. is not the forum um, yeah, fuck that guy and fuck Netflix for falling into Look, that. I, I mean, I am, I'm interested to see. There's also a quote from like the executive that signed it off saying, like, everybody loves Adam Sandler's movies. No, everyone loved Adam Sandler's well, he's, movies. He's going through that serious patch in his career now, isn't he? He's, doing, he did a, he's in a movie called The Cobbler about some guy who cobbles shoes in New York and another... Another he did Punch Drunk Love he, He's ventured yeah. into the kind of art funny Slightly artier side He didn't have to do anything shit After Funny People like, It yeah. was done He could only he could do good shit from there on out no, He crushed he, it with Funny he, People no, I think he, he didn't have to do Grown Ups he, too. he bought Goodwill Because his character was semi-autobiographical In That's, Funny People yeah, of course. Yeah. And so everyone sort of related to the ascent and descent and of a career and then, and then he went oh I'm back yeah, in the yeah, yeah. game bitches no that's so disingenuous though because it was like here's me here's me bearing my soul yeah. this is a brand new chapter of honesty for me and then it's and like nah just kidding I'm going to grab another 180 million dollars on a shitty film Who's saying well, if he's saying films? Netflix wet chicks maybe it is autobiographical like, Tim I'm going to be honest with you you took about 12 or 13 notes during the movie yeah I took some heavy we notes we have burned a lot of minutes right off the top oh god have we what I mean we got stuff all this talk, talk of home and away and puka shell necklaces yeah yeah I mean yeah you know you, you welcome someone in with open arms to the podcast and okay I wanna I'll, get away I've got a I've got a bigger concept I guess I'll, I'll say that for later that's how you do it isn't it narrative wise mate however you do it is the way that we do really it what I, a couple of things I wanna some notes I've got here just verbatim so sad 
stop. <laughs> I can't remember when I wrote that, but it's yeah. the third thing I wrote. It's relevant to the entirety of the film. Fraternity so. life. What I will say, uh, for their verisimilitude, they nailed fraternity life. Now, I don't know, I'm to blow my own horn Hold, here, hold, hold the fine, hold the fine. Did you just say the word similitude? Verisimilitude. It what does that reality, mean? Like truthfulness. Wow, that's When you've good. got strong verisimilitude, you're truthful to who you are. So like, if, yeah, it's an important word for acting. It's, it's a $2 a, word, it's man. It's a theatre word, yeah. Is it really? Yeah. What's the real, how do you use it in theatre? Is it like so from veracity? Okay, right, okay. The verisimilitude yeah. of, yeah, the yeah, plane, of the, of the yeah. piece. Yes, right. Anyway, as you were. So the verisimilitude of the fraternity lifestyle, apart from the mass mob murder, kill, kill, kill thing, which I'm sure everyone listening is very familiar with, uh, frat life is as ridiculous as they, they portrayed it, if not more so. Like that could be, no. apart from the kill, 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 downplayed from frat life. And I, I spent a semester in a fraternity in uh, Missouri. Well, no, but with and it really is more cliche than the films. Like it's, I, I can't say any more clear than that. Wow. They are... No. They're worse than what you see on, on movies. No. And by worse, I mean better, but also worse. <laughs> God, you look disgusted and confused. <laughs> no, no. That is, they're, they're hamming that up. You wouldn't no hamming. Fraternity, the fraternity, there's a full-scale fight Remove, the remove... Okay, remove the fight. No, don't remove the fight. <laughs> Remove the kill, kill, kill mob. Yeah, it's it's all there. It's all there. Yeah, it really is. I I've, I've just seen it. Like you, this is where a, were this you, is Missouri? Institution. What Missouri. city in Missouri? Do a shout out Columbia, to the Shout out to Columbia, Missouri. Spring '09. Sigip. We roll hard. That was our, Mizzou. That was our thing. What's their team? Up Mizzou. The, the Tigers. Tigers. Go, go Tigers. Tigers. Go you yeah. Tigers. Go top Tigers. Top twenty-five. Top twenty-five. Uh, this is all America. They'll get. Yeah. Hello. Top twenty-five. Mizzou. You know. Go but Tigers. Four oh nine. Signify Epsilon, Missouri Alpha Chapter. It's all there. Everything you see fraternity based is just exactly. Well, this really, is based in, in the, Connecticut. In the, more intense, so, mm. in the more intense states, like obviously in you know your, your upmarket New York fraternities, they're probably a little more civilized. But in Midwest America, well, actually, this there. dovetails nicely onto my shining light, which I'll cram in in the interest of time, which is uh, the four bros when uh, Taylor Lautner goes, "We got a oh no, is it Taylor who says it? We got a situation here." We got a situation. We got a situation. Yeah, that's right. It's the blonde dude. We got a situation here, and then there's kind of a wolf whistly scream kind of thing that comes out, and then there's a shot to four dude bromans, as I was uh, I would call them, just your archetypal knuckle dragging. Yeah. Frat dudes. It's an archetype for a reason, man. And uh, they're like they're linking arms, drinking beers, like you would do at a wedding, you know, with your <laughs> wife. Okay, you both have the champagne, but they're doing it with the beers. I've beard, seen just that guzzling, and they just they're fucking drunk. Like they're such yeah, they're such parodies of humans. But you're telling me, no, Lamborn, it's, it's not a parody. That's amazing. So because you've just changed the whole tone of this episode of the podcast from yeah. the movie. To, this is like I'm questioning fraternity life at large. I'm I mean, questioning the world. Little dillweeds. Ding, ding dongs, ding bats. What have you seen Dickies. of fraternities in films that has made you to believe anything other than that? Uh, pretty sure on the social network they were all pretty great people. <laughs> Rich people, sure. Uh, look, I don't know. You know why the vi- the Winklevosses. I'm pretty sure they were in a frat. I just feel like the <laughs> plural. <laughs> the plural is Winklevi. <laughs> the, the world of the movie is so heightened, and everything yeah. is so ridiculous. Yeah. Everything, and like ridiculous. halfway through, you were like, "This is one day." You were freaking out the fact this all takes place in one day. So I think to to to, yeah. to draw a direct parallel between characters in the movie and reality is is insane. And and maybe is this opening up? Is this changing how you view the movie? Well, yeah, but because I, I my fear now is I haven't been to America except briefly through LAX when I went to Mexico once. So maybe the whole movie is an accurate representation of a country I've never spent time in. You know, mm. is there a possibility? I lived in Connecticut for one day, so I can't speak. But to that, but the frat thing they they really they really nailed it. And any any new American listeners. You guys do it on Twitter. Just to, to confirm it. It really is that cliche. It's awesome. Mm. I was so you know, so that's. Um, guy, do you have a shining light? 
Uh, shining light of the film. Yeah, it was Keithy's T-shirt when he's learning to kick field goals on the football field. It says, train hard, win easy. And, uh, and to anyone out there, you know, chasing a career or a dream, mm. train hard, win easy. Takes a lot of effort to look effortless. And I thought that was really inspiring. You know, you know, if you, the harder you work, the luckier you get. That's right. Similar, similar tangent. You make your own luck. Make, make your own, own luck. luck. And and on that um, scene as well, uh, Lamborn, did you notice no, this? No, that was God. Oh, God, sorry, no. Monty. No, there's a there's a goddamn. We've established pretty confidently that there's a goddamn body double yeah. for Keithy, and, and it might be a midget. We're pretty sure they dressed up no, a midget like a, to look when like. When we him. rewinded, which we did, we could, as a it's child, a di- yeah, it's different body shapes. And sorry, I don't yeah. want to say midget, little person. Little I apologise. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that they've hired a little person who's really good at kicking, yeah. um, it, to to a really be a standard. Weird, like, they cheat all the other shots. I don't know why they didn't just cheat this one as it's well. Bizarre. And speaking of other issues, like with continuity, the, with, oh, this is a this, big one. You guys got Braden buck Higgins. wild over this. Oh god, this is a goodie. So you, it's. There's a very specific... Take, take your time. Take time. <laughs> yeah, you're like, how do I get into this? So, uh, so Braden Higgins, son of uh, David David Spade, uh, he goes to the quarry after after school with the boys to sort of have a good time to celebrate the arrival of summer. And he sees his dad when he's at the quarry. Uh, he, his dad's forced to jump into the water by the accurately depicted frat boys. And on his arm there's a tattoo which he shows after he sees David Spade and it says Soup Kitchen My Ass." And mm. Tim and I, we've always wondered... Well, just quickly, what in reference to what? What does that mean? Um, it's because David Spade claims that he can't spend the day with his son when he first gets off the train after Perfect. the back of a phone call so where he realises call, he has a son but no good, additional information. Yeah. He so makes up the excuse, I'd love to spend the day with the, you. Yeah, yeah but I've got a... I'm volunteering at the soup kitchen today. That's, that's correct. Uh, anyway, and, and but before before we even see David Spade at the quarry, so earlier in that same scene when, when they arrive and before Braden Higgins jumps out of the water to celebrate the arrival, of summertime there is a, a tattoo on his arm the same tattoo which says soup kitchen my ass which they obviously found out in post-production and they did a really bad job of a blur over it like you know when there's a logo on screen that they don't want you to see which is not the case in this film they're like yep. pixelated so out kind of yep. or i like when uh, extras in pornography scenes don't want to be identified yeah, they change their minds the they just um, put the, the blur over yeah it's a very specific <laughs> example <laughs> yep I've watched a lot of porno with extras blurred out. We just watching our pornography in that case, I guess. Um, but anyway, <laughs> well, no, I wouldn't say that. <laughs> uh, they blurred out. They obviously found out they made an error. I watched two things: pornography and grown ups too. <laughs> That's me. That's my it's life. Monday. <laughs> it's a tough day for everyone. We've all got our paws. Will have their trinkets. <laughs> Um, anyway, it's, it's, it's blurred out. You sort of really did. Oh, yeah, I, so I, I undercut the excitement of my continuity error that I found. So it's it's what they've done is it's written on his arm and revealed on camera before it should have been. Yeah, and so they've had to blur it out in post production. I'm amazed that anyone bothered to notice it. To be honest, well, uh, you mean anyone in post production? In the editing suite. Yeah, yeah. But then they didn't care enough to do a good blur. Like, so yeah. you're right. Like, good on them for noticing. But then mm. they just. But they, in yeah. fairness, this is only a, this is a thir- only the third third time we've watched it, <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's the first time we've noticed that. So I mean, you can good think blur. why good they blur. thought they could maybe get away with a cheap blur. Yeah, you have to dig deep to find <laughs> this, this kind of goal. <laughs> yeah, there was. I, I got pretty barred up for a second when I thought that they had, were mispronouncing the name of the fraternity relative to yeah. what the teacher Well, that said. might be true because they only say it well, once. You're coming in for the second time. You're coming in hot with this fraternity. Because is there H in Greek in the Greek alphabet? 
Is there a letter H? Because it's like it's something I H to, sigma. I had to learn the Greek alphabet. They forced you to learn the Greek alphabet. So tell founders, me, that's a good thing about a fraternity. Uh, it's been yeah, five it's years. It's all gone. Oh, okay. But um, still, yeah, founders, it's in somewhere. Right we've got around. two. Oh yeah, one day. Two people in the in the Not place. Not enough for the one time. It's relevant though. It's all no. gone. Does H feature in the Greek alphabet? Hydra. You yeah. two. I think it does. They think it does. One of them reckons let's, let's yes. Not get bogged One of them reckons it. don't know. Um, sure. H. Yes, Greek. it does. Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Speaking that settles that. And, it, yeah. and now we know. People think maybe there's an H in the Greek alphabet. Hater. Hater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We need theta. We yeah. need to get into the Steve Buscemi mystery tour. We do. The oh, I haven't thought anything. Well, oh, haven't you? Because we were going to throw this onto you no, today, Lambert. You don't have to. You just do it on the fly. All right. So okay. Steve Buscemi, uh, as we know, he's injured in the first movie. He complains about what the injury did to him in the second movie to Chris Rock. And uh, the Steve Buscemi mystery tour, which is coming to take you away. Uh, <laughs> Is right now, and Tim, it's your job to speculate onto what caused this very specific injury to Steve Buscemi in the movie Grown Ups. I think that a previous Steve Buscemi character from a Happy Madison film, oh, of yeah, course, you remember the, the sniper from Billy Madison, yeah, one of yeah. Steve Buscemi's best that is a nice crossover. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal character. Very quirky. Uh, maybe in a kind of a movie that was shot but was never made, which yeah. happens a lot in Hollywood. They shoot movies they oh, never yeah, made, yeah. Uh, and it was a football. Fuck, Max, they did the Water Boy. What's, what's the problem here? The problem is that in The Waterboy, which Steve Buscemi may or may not have been in, maybe he shot a scene that never made it to air, he makes a good double high-five reference for uh, Billy Boucher, The Waterboy. And then Billy Boucher is about to run and like high five him, and he high fives him so hard that his hands are stuck <laughs> up. There oh my god! Like, like a double high and five. What, and so your theory is that all of the Heavy Medicine films take place in the same universe. It's like the Kevin Smith and, uh, thing with like, like Jane Silent Bob. And it's yeah. like the, the Pixar theory that all of the Pixar movies exist in the same universe. Yes. You're saying Heavy Medicine's operating on the Ex- same level as it's Pixar. It's at that level. And Does Steve that, can that from the possibly work though? Because Adam Sandler's always front and center and being different characters. Unless he's got like some sort of limit. To damn no, like, no, 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 no. Do you know what he's going to do with Lambda's career? Is he's going to do a movie where he uses all of the main characters he's created in other films and puts them in the same film, like Eddie Murphy with the Nutty Professor. He did that, Jack and Jill. No, he's going to do, about, he's going to do it with his old favourites. Oh, right. Dust off all your favourites. Here comes Billy. Billy Madison, yeah. Bobby Boucher. Oh, wow. It'll be like a WWE WrestleMania so style that, event. Do we just figure <laughs> out why Grown Ups 2. Well, we're just figuring out what the four, deal, four film deal with Netflix <laughs> is. It's Sandlemania. Get ready, motherfuckers. <laughs> Sandlemania parts one to four. Holy shit. What a genius. Well, I'll tell you what. If he has. Remember that Netflix Wetflix joke he made? It was so good. I'll bet that he hasn't even thought of what the four films are now. And this is going to get back to him. He'll be like, yep, that'll do. (laughs) God, I hope so. Adam, if you are listening, please fly us over to LA. Um, this is something we're We've desperate to do. We've got lots of ideas for you. <laughs> we really want to be there One, for episode 52. We want to watch it in Hollywood. Can I speak to some more verisimilitude? Please. The children, the fictional children of Adam Sandler and Selma Hayek are the perfect hybrid children of that family. The casting director nailed it. You know, they all look like they could be the kids of that uh, relationship. Well, Becky Fader is um, the greatest actor in the film. She's phenomenal. You were blown she's about oh, eight. You I were was blown away absolutely blown away. She was phenomenal. She she's was good. Um, I hear what you're saying, Keithy. Are you no, speaking like ethnically? Agree. Are you saying they're kind of like the right look to be the offspring of Sandler and yes. uh, Hayek? That's what, that's what casting is. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Is it going to fit? Are people going to believe? Yeah, they will because we know. Keithy it. looks like a giraffe though, but on account of his very He's got beautiful large lashes. lashes, beautiful lashes. I actually I like his face. He's got a very emotive face. I don't think I like him as an actor. 
<laughs> Neither Just, do I. I he I, makes I, bad decisions. It's cool, it's cool to talk about him like this because he's probably only 12. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question for uh, the, the men of Grown Ups to number 33. 33? Mm. If you were out and about at a bar and you met a girl that you're really interested in, you, you know, track Let's call her Nancy well. Arbuckle for the purposes yeah. of the story. Nice. And you start talking about movies, you know, you, you get to know each other, common interests, and the subject of Grown Up 2 is going to come up, because you guys obviously talk about it, but it comes up first with her, and she says, oh yeah, me and my friends watched the funniest movie the other day, it was Grown Ups 2, I loved it. Oh. Would you progress, or do you just I you walk say, away? I would say, let's go to my house, you're getting on the podcast. <laughs> we are busting for some positivity out of Oh my god, you're so right. There. So the, the, the goalpost shift, the whole situation <laughs> changes, like, well, I thought we were going to have sex, but in some ways this, this is, is better. better. <laughs> this, this is kind content for the podcast yeah we're going to use you in a different kind of a way which, you know, which is less sexual intercourse pales in comparison <laughs> to watching grown ups too Tim. to finding someone you've who likes grown ups yeah. too. you've got to go deep on this alright <laughs> and especially if she's her and her mates like can you imagine us hosting Ooh, a yeah. party where people are legitimate multiple people are into the film we could throw a grown ups to dress up party just as a thought. Um, yeah, I'll come. I'll come dressed as Adam Sandler, which is any t-shirt I'm currently wearing and some <laughs> loose shorts. Adidas. Oh yeah, the product. And a can of Pepsi. Now, yeah. If we yeah, and just drink thing, Pepsi. Very dear to my heart. Having been involved and will continue to be involved in a lot of product uh, endorsement, development, and placement. Yeah, you might know Tim Lamborn from the Spark ads. You y'all. might know us, me, from holding up noodles at 4 p.m. in the afternoon on uh, a former show called You Live. I have. I doubt it. Though. I have. Because <laughs> <laughs> it got. Cancel because no one was watching, mate. It wasn't that no one was watching, it's that we lost money, all right? There's a big difference. <laughs> you say potato, I say no viewership, but the, let's call the whole thing off. The product placement of uh, Kmart, of the veggie chips in the final scene when he's talking to his um, unborn baby, of just every, the juice. That was the, the final straw for you, eh? Because you keep noticing shit. You were like, the label's out on that juice yeah, box. Yeah, what yeah, the yeah. fuck? The veggie chips And so I turned to guy And I was like is, Did I miss veggie as a line Is he trying to get healthy As veggie chips show That he's developing his snack um, Over yeah. by having more healthy chip snacks No It's no. just that veggie chips the, Paid a lot of money word over came back in If, if anything uh, He's doing the opposite Because if, if those are big fans Of the movie You'll remember He's eating chips and Pepsi When he wakes up He's got a bowl of chips And a can of Pepsi On the bedside table See right. this is because One time when we did the podcast And I was mentally Spinning out a bit I came up with this theory That the entire movie Is only half a movie And then and doubled back it On itself Yeah And so there is A lot of examples of that Like the mooses at the start And the end Yeah um, There's a lot of characters That come in probably, at like there is probably, There's some Hollywood formula I guess for this Particular yeah, beats. brand of film There's beats in the, There's beats in every genre yeah, of yeah. film but, but this, like there's something very specific beats this is what I was thinking about for some reason I was thinking about the movie over the weekend which is terrible because I wasn't fine. watching it but like where's the three act structure with grown ups too you know? Can you please give me a loose definition of the three-act structure? No, like I'm not a good enough. I don't know enough about it. But yeah, it's like, you know, you, you, hit, you, you start you off and you build the universe. Yeah. You get, and you've yeah. got to, like, do things like this thing called saving the cat, where the film's protagonist has to do something so that you empathise with them and you care about their journey. And then in the first act. And, and like, almost immediately, so right. that you're really on board and you're invested. Okay. And... Um, it's it's uh, in the case of Grown Ups too. I guess it's Sandler wrangling with a CGI idea through his house. No, he doesn't. That's the version of saving the cat. There is he because he uses his child's toy as a decoy. But then you and then it, it gets right, destroyed. So you, you lose the cat. You kill the cat. It's called yeah. killing the cat. And so you hate the guy. But then you, when you do come around, the attention. The attention. But there's no. It doesn't. Around. 
Did you come no, out? And there's no all is lost moment in this no. film. Like that's well, a standard thing in story thing making. Essentially, an all is lost moment. <laughs> the, this is a all is lost that. moment for his career. <laughs> but then the triumphant return, you thanks to what? Netflix stepping you say in. It's the all is lost moment for his career. He made a lot of money on this film. Oh this fuck yeah! All right. lost for Let's us. do it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's get, let's get into my, my theory. Oh, yeah, and this was This was confirmed when uh, Andy Samberg, Jorma... And, and the other guy whose name I don't know from the Lonely Island come in for the car washing arguably the probably the best scene yeah 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 a lot of people have said that I've read reviews online very funny say that. scene very funny scene the washing the aerial from Andy Samberg fantastic yeah he makes it look like he's at, um, masturbating a penis yeah. at that very moment metal penis at that moment with that cameo I just you have to think really this is Adam Sandler saying, okay, we're obliged to do a follow-up because when you sign to get the studio to pay for grants, one, they're like, well, if it goes well, you're indebted to us, you have to do grants. So that's just, the, from my understanding, entourage, that's how movies work. <laughs> Everything I know about Hollywood. <laughs> Anything? Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> so, so they have to do grants through legally. They can't get out of it. I th- that's probably not a far jump, right? Realistically. Nah, well, I'm not with you, but keep Gr- going. Because Grown Ups 1 was okay. Like, it, I, did, it sold? Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it made so a lot of money. I'm sure when they sign those deals, got, it's like when you do Grown Ups 1, if it goes well, you have to do Grown Ups 2 But you have to us. understand, this is Adam Sandler's first ever sequel. So there's obviously... That's why it has to be contractually done because well, I think it's a passion otherwise I think he loves it I think it's a passion project he wrote this I, I think this was a passion project I don't think this was a contractual obligation <laughs> alright I'm not here to I'm but anyway let's uh, I'm sorry right, let's, the, the idea of punks, but what's that, so let's stay with your my, assumption my theory so he's, he's contractually obliged yes. to do a sequel gotcha and he just looks around and he's like fuck it this is the ultimate in joke we're just gonna see how bad a film we can make that will still sell and let's just fucking have a laugh. And so they bring in the Lonely Island for a day. They've got Steve, oh, Steve Buscemi, obviously got the relationship through Happy Madison. But all of the came. Maya Rudolph is acting and doing comedy that is so bad <laughs> that you just, you can't think that she stood up for that, that she can be okay with that. It has to be like, fuck it, let's just have a laugh. There is, We all have a laugh every now and then. They're like, fuck it, let's have a laugh. It doesn't mean anything to us. We've all succeeded. This has got legs, man. I think they're just like, we have to do this. Well, let's make it as terrible poo jokes there's a Prince album that's a result of this yes. exact same thing whereas it's, it's a thing that's his label before. signed him to do like 10 albums he did like 
six or something and then they really fucked him off and so he just shat out three albums at once but apparently they're not terrible you can't do anything Nirvana Tom and of the Pops you have to yeah. do uh, lip syncing okay, so they got cool. everyone so to play each other's instruments of, so they just fucked yeah. out like, they're just like well fuck it what do we really care because there were just too many good comedic actors Colin Quinn I'd, I'd like Colin to, Quinn I'd doesn't like need to, to be portrayed like that to, badly to rebut okay but you, you hear what you hear I'm coming from I agree like I think James James Acaster said before uh, when he came on the podcast that he thought they were having a very good time shooting it. I'm pretty sure it was James. Someone mm. was saying like, I reckon okay. these guys are having a whale of a oh, time. Oh, they might have been no turned for time. They no, were, it's and, just, and there's not, no way that's the case. I'm not arguing with opinion. the fact that they're, they're sort of mailing it in. Like, no, of course. They're just, they're hanging out. But you're saying it's not that cynical. Like, yeah. Okay. Which I guess... No, it's good. Be the you know positively. I'm. I'm, oh, I'm I mean, I, I just highly age. doubt that it is that that it is that cynical. It's just a but, bad but movie. They just made a dud that they don't care about. It's not like they actively tried to make a terrible movie. They just fucked around for a few days, and this is what came out of it. And people went to it anyway. And you some know, people I've heard have been watching it week after week, <laughs> which is I, fucking insane for months. I would. I would go. I would go with that. And I, I would buy with that. Uh, buy that. But the, the quality of the surrounding cast is just too high. That it, it just seems like they're having a laugh. Like everyone, they're having a laugh. At like us. they're taking the person us. They're just like, look what we can shit out, and you will still buy. Because you know how much know, cynical, would, cynical they are in the those, industry. But they might be lovely people. Why would they all be mocking their fans like that? Because they have a pretty high concept weird relationship with their careers and their life. Yeah, like, and they got bored. This is be a very existential. This is very artistic. Because the burp, the burp fart sneezing, the burp snart that Kevin James keeps saying, like that is abhorrent. That's not yeah. a. Jo- it's, it's it's miles away from being a joke. It's three bodily functions it's, crammed together. It's nothing, and yet they keep the, trying the, to convince the us that it's a catchphrase. Meadows to Meadows, so good. Yeah, he doesn't need to do that. And his catchphrase in this movie is the word "what." Exactly, such a rate. I think you're onto something, we, man. We theorize. I think they're just like, fuck it. Shall we see how bad we can take it? And the studio doesn't care. You might be onto like, something here, is here man. A popcorn filler. Let's go. We got to put a bow on this, and I want to end what on a high. Like we got to wrap it up. Oh, okay. Because we we've been talking a while. Naturally. We've been talking a while, but have we missed any uh, features? Uh, see me? No, we got all the features. Shining light. I did. I have sit you a little bit here. No, no, I'm just thinking. You just blown my mind twice in one podcast. <laughs> um, I want to thank Tim Lamborn for joining us today. It's you know been what? an absolute pleasure. I'm going to say it. Doing this podcast is worth the 106 minutes of Grown Ups too. Thank you. But don't watch the movie yourselves unless you can join us. 101, I think. Okay. Felt like six. <laughs> Felt like 106. Felt five minutes longer than it was. Uh, look, thank you very much for listening, everybody. Like us on Facebook. Obviously, dump any Adam Sandler-related news you have in that picture we're creating. <laughs> and please, if you know Adam Sandler, um, let yeah. him know what we're up to. Yeah. We'd love to fly over to Hollywood and hang out with them. We're looking at doing a Kickstarter. Yeah. Can you give us $5, Tim? Shit. To get over yes. to Hollywood. I reckon we could get David Spade to watch it on the 52nd time with us. I reckon maybe. Anyway. If not, we'll burn the thing to the ground and get Rob Schneider in because he's so fucked off he didn't get into Grown Ups 2, but he's in Grown Ups 1. <laughs> that would be funny. All right. Plus, I've met Schneider before, as I've mentioned. Yeah, that's great. I'm going to stop mentioning it. Okay. Thank you very much for listening. We'll see you next week. Live every moment. Love every day, yeah. Because before you know it, your precious time slips away. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.